Hello, this is Dr. Parks, and welcome to the Ask Dr. Parks Show. I am a naturopathic physician, and my job is to help you navigate through this world of health and wellness in a natural, holistic way. I have a program called Not Just Wait by Dr. Parks, and it is an amazing wellness program. So during this recording, if you are interested in learning more or possibly participating in my program, you can go to drparks.com and just hit work with Dr. Parks. Now let's get into today's episode. Hello. <laughs> Hi, everyone. I am Dr. Parks, and I am a naturopathic doctor. Today, I am going to talk to you about fat factors. And um, as a naturopathic doctor, my job is to help your body function optimally without um, the use of drugs or surgery. Today, I'm talking about fat factors. Um, and I have been talking about fat factors for a little while now. So if you've been following me, um, you realize that we've discussed quite a few of the factors. Today we're talking about stress, which is a big fat factor. It's a huge one. And so we're going to be spending a lot of time on this. So last time I talked about stress as it related to other people, just taking on um, issues from other people and that creating a lot of stress inside the body. That's where we are and that's what we're talking about. So today it's going to be about stress and emotions. So in my practice, we are all this week or for 10 days, we're on a meditation challenge. And one of the reasons we're on a meditation challenge is because stress is such a big deal. And it's not just really stress, it's, it's emotions and mindset and the inability to relax and calm our minds down is a big deal because everything is on all three levels. It's usually mental, physical, and emotional, you know, so... If you're going through physical things, your emotions and mental stress can actually make those things worse. And stress causes a lot of different problems in the body. So we don't have enough time in the day to talk about all the things that go wrong in your body when it comes to stress. One of the biggest things I see in my practice is blood pressure issues. So um, we'll, we'll talk about blood pressure. And I think I've talked about blood pressure in the past, but the people with high blood pressure that I have trouble controlling are those people whose blood pressure is because of high stress. They come to me and they're on two, three, four, sometimes more blood pressure medications and their blood pressure is still not well controlled. And a lot of times it's because of stress. So stress, you know, let's break it down a little bit. So last time I talked, I didn't have time to really break down how stress really works. But I'm going to spend some time today trying to do that. So stress, the reason it's not good for our bodies to have too much stress, it's because our bodies produce a hormone in response to stress. So this stress hormone is very good for us because it helps us to save our lives. So say you were in danger and you were like being chased by something or someone and you had to get away, it would take a lot of stress hormones to like get you to run and escape and get away. And that's really good. It's really healthy. It's normal. That's supposed to happen. But the kind of stress that we experience on a day-to-day -day basis is not normal. Like we're not supposed to be at a 10 all day, every day. Yet that is where some of us live. Um, so while the stress hormones can be good if they are 
released appropriately for a short amount of time. That's why they were made. Um, when they are released inappropriately for long term, they can cause a lot of problems. So in order to figure out how this stress situation works, we have to figure out what are all the things that can cause our body to be stressed. Like we know some of the obvious things in life, like life <laughs> is stress. And I promise you, you do not need to help life with creating stress. It will come as long as you live. Like there will be things that come up from time to time in life that are stressful. So you don't need to do any unintentional stress, any just volunteer stress. You don't need to have any voluntary stress in your life. You don't need to sign up for extra stress. You don't need to do anything that will cause you a lot of stress. Now, when it comes to fat burning and stress, emotions really play a big role and so whenever you experience an emotion that's negative you will um, increase your stress hormones and this is all about hormones and hormones kind of get produced voluntarily you can't really manipulate how your hormones are produced but what you can do is manipulate your emotions so a lot of times negative emotions um, will cause you to increase your stress hormones. If you increase your stress hormones, then you are going to block fat burning because stress hormones mean means that your body's in danger and your body's not trying to burn fat when it's in danger. It's trying to save its life. So stress hormones, once they go up, your blood pressure goes up, your heart rate goes up, um, your insulin goes up. Insulin is a hormone that stores fat. So if you have a hormone in your body that stores fat and you're trying to lose fat, that's a problem. Um, so there's so many things that happen when your body is stressed out. Now let's talk about emotions because that's one of those things that can be unconscious, but there's so many things we can do to monitor and um, control our emotions. And that really involves being mindful and looking at things in a different way. And that I like to do that with my patients a lot because when you look at certain situations in a different way, you start feeling differently about them. You can't necessarily control the world and other people and what happens, but what you can do is control how you feel about it, how you interact with it, how you look at it, and that's powerful. So that's what we're gonna talk about today. So I'm gonna talk about the most basic things when it comes to um, losing weight and um, even beyond losing weight, but just being healthy and doing the right thing in terms of your diet and exercise and the basic stuff, you know, that we all kind of have to do as adults. A lot of times you get discouraged and discouragement is an emotion that's not positive. You get discouraged because you're looking for results and anybody would get discouraged if they're looking for results and they're not seeing the results. It's like, Hey, I ate a salad and I didn't lose 10 pounds. What gives? Um, or I've been going to the gym for a month and I don't see any changes in my body. And it can be really discouraging because you are you have expectations that are not being met. And so when you get discouraged, that's an emotion that can actually cause you to gain more weight or block fat burning because when you're in a place of discouragement, your stress levels are higher and your stress hormone levels are higher, more precisely. So being discouraged um, and um, succumbing to those emotions on a regular basis can keep you fat 
forever. Like literally you won't lose any weight if you are constantly watching your weight and discouraged about your weight. That's one of the reasons why the program I do is called Not Just Weight because we really don't focus on the weight. The weight really means nothing. What makes up the weight and what's going on in your body is way more important. You know, some of my healthiest patients are overweight and some of my sickest patients, you know, could, could, could stand to gain a lot of weight. Like they're really underweight or they struggle to gain weight. So your weight really has nothing to do with your health. The two are not equal. Weight does not equal, you know, health, you know. So we really try not to focus on that. But when it comes to finding out the things that can block your body from burning fat, I cannot overstress <laughs> the um, importance of managing your stress. And one of the things we can do is manage the emotions. So let's talk about this whole discouragement thing. Cause I do, I feel like I have to talk people off the ledge a lot <laughs> when it comes to discouragement because it's, it's real. Like it's, it's a, it's a fact, especially with women, if you're doing something and you're not seeing the results, it's so easy to get discouraged. Um, and I think sometimes when it comes to getting healthy, um, losing weight, getting stronger, eating well, you know, all the things that you have to do, a lot of times people are emotionally attached to what they have to do. And so today I'm going to show you why you should not be emotionally attached to what you have to do. You have to get, get rid of those emotions. So get rid of the emotions around food. Food is one of those things that can literally make you happy or sad. Um, a long time ago, I remember this is one, one day when it, it really kind of clicked for me and it was so clear. I was driving on the highway, um, and it was a long drive. It was like two, three hour drive. So I was on the highway and driving, driving after driving for that long, I'm pretty hungry and I'm like, man, I can't wait to get to where I'm going to so I can eat something. Driving along all unconcerned and it was just like out of nowhere this this truck went by me and it had pictures of Mexican food. There was burritos and cheese and tacos. It was I think it was an ad for a restaurant or something. But in that moment, I'm driving, paying attention to the road, not minding my own business, and here comes this truck with just a picture. And the food looked so delicious. And I remember thinking to myself, that is so nice. Like I, like there was, I smiled. I'm driving in my car by myself. I saw the burritos <laughs> and I literally smiled. I became happy <laughs> just by seeing the picture of food. And I think I was triggered in that moment because I was actually hungry and I love Mexican. Um, but it, it went to show me that like, why, why do I have an emotional response to like a picture of food? That's because I like the food. It made me happy just, just seeing it. I didn't, nobody offered me any food. I didn't eat anything, but just thinking about it. And if you think about it, sometimes you get happy, like going to your favorite restaurant because you know you, what you're going to order, you know, your favorite food that you're going to have. And we have such an emotional connection to food sometimes. Um, it's the same thing. We have emotional connections to everything because we're human and that's that's what makes us human, you know, our emotions. Um, we have emotional connections to exercise. Um, I know I do. I, I don't know about you. I have an emotional connection to exercise. My, emotion, my emotions say I do not like it. I don't want to do it. Emotional connection is always going to be there and your job is to be mindful of it. So it's either a positive emotion or a negative emotion. Um, most of us, 
if we admit it, we like food. We like good, delicious foods. And if I asked you guys what your favorite foods are, you'd be able to tell me. For me, um, for as long as I can remember, as long as I've been alive, I have liked ice cream. Not liked ice cream. I've absolutely loved ice cream. Like ice cream is the, the most perfect food on the planet, I think. I love ice cream. Um, and it makes me happy. Whenever I know I get to eat ice cream, I am joyful. So I had to, you know, <laughs> figure that out because you can't eat ice cream every day. You really should not be eating ice cream, period. But that's not realistic. So um, that's one of my favorite things to eat. Um, you know, that's that's definitely emotional based, like food and emotions. Like if you think about it, whenever we go to celebrate something, if it's a birthday, if it's a holiday, if it's family time, get togethers, like we always have food and it's always like some of our favorite foods. Like nobody gets together um, or has a, a, a birthday over salad. Like really? Nobody does that. We probably should, but we don't because it doesn't spark joy in our lives. Um, some people love salads, you know, but I don't, I don't, I don't love it. I eat salads, but I don't love it. Um, so, you know, that emotional connection to those things, like physical things like food um, and activity, we need to really monitor those because those are real and they're there, again, for our survival. Our job is to make sure that we survive and having food that we enjoy or having food, period, is a part of survival. So we do have those strong emotional connections to food. Um, and then there's foods that we have positive emotional connections. They make us happy. And then there are foods that we hate. Like there are foods that we will not eat no matter what, no matter how good they are for you. Like if somebody told me to eat okra, I'm not doing it. Like it, there's no amount of convincing that you could do to get me to eat okra. I hate it. Um, you know, there are foods that you don't like, period. Um, everybody has some. Mine is okra. Like I've never eaten it. I don't even know how it tastes, to be honest. I don't know why I don't like it. It just looks weird and it's slimy and it's odd. Um, and I've never had it since I was a child. People have been trying to get me to eat okra. I refuse. Um, and there, there are a few other foods in there. I eat mostly everything. I'm a food lover. Um, but there are some things that it doesn't matter. Like there's a negative emotional um, thing around me and certain foods. But then there's so many foods that make me happy, like ice cream that shouldn't make me happy, but they do. Um, so let's talk about that. So a, a lot of times people get discouraged because it's they have this emotional attachment, whether negative or positive. And in order to get the result that they're looking for, they have to do things that cause emotions. And a lot of times the things that they have to do is against what they normally do. So if you normally don't eat well, if you normally just kind of go with your emotions and be like, you know, what do I feel like eating today? Mmm, tortillas sound good. Ice cream sounds good. Chips sounds good. I'm just going to do the things that make me feel good emotionally. A lot of times you'll get in trouble. Like, but I always tell my patient, you may love it, but it don't love you. So you might need to leave it alone. That's an abusive relationship right there. Um, and so you really sometimes in order to get the result that you want in your health, you have to do things that spark negative emotion. And the truth of the matter is nobody will keep doing things on purpose 
that cause them to feel bad, that cause negative emotion. So if you your health is dependent on your emotions, then chances are you're going to end up with bad health because you're not going to do those things that make you feel badly. Now, you can try to start feeling good about a lot of the things that you do for your health, and that's what I, I encourage. But in the process of getting there, and it's, sometimes it's a long process, like if you've never worked out consistently for your whole life, you're not all of a sudden going to just love going for a run. Like it's, there are people who love running. Like I promise there are people out there who actually love it. I don't, I don't, they're weird because I will never love running. I, I've, I've come to accept that about myself. That's not my thing. Um, but there are people who love it. But most people who struggle with being physically active you know, consistently don't love it. And most people who struggle with eating well and eating right consistently, they don't love those foods that they have to eat to be healthy and the right foods. They don't love it. And so how, knowing this about ourselves, I don't think I'm ever going to stop loving ice cream because why? I, I, I just don't even know how to go about doing that. So Accepting who you are and understanding and acknowledging that, hey, I like this or I don't like this. That's a part of being an adult. That's a part of knowing yourself. That's a part of growing up. So acknowledging it is really important because once you acknowledge it, then you can work on the stress that comes from doing it or not doing it. So let's talk about how this actually is a fat factor. So the fat factors, again, for those of you who are just joining me, are those things that can block fat burning and weight loss in your body. So how are these emotions around food and exercise and going to bed on time? Believe it or not, so many people have so many emotions around going to sleep. They just don't want to. <laughs> they feel stressed out if they have to go to bed early. Um, or waking up. I have some emotions around waking up. Um, I wish I could just sleep in every day. That would be nice, but it's not practical or realistic, so I don't do it. So let's talk about the emotions. How can you separate what you have to do from your emotions? Um, one of the first things I like to tell you is that you and your emotions have to be separate. You're not the same thing. You cannot go with your emotions. You cannot just do all the things you like to do. You get to do some of the things you love and like, but in this life, it's not, it's not practical. It does not work. You know, in an ideal life, I would be literally sitting on a beach right now, not talking to you guys, definitely not at work, not in my office. I would never go to work if I didn't have to. I love my job. I love being here. I love coming here. I love talking to you guys. But to be honest, if I didn't have to, <laughs> I would be, you know, I would definitely be somewhere else. So let's talk about how we can make this work. Um, so as adults, what, what I figured out over working with a lot of people is that we need to be emotionally attached to something. And my suggestion is going to be that we get some emotional attachment around the result that we're going for. I come to work because I like working, yes, but not only because I like working. I, um, I don't like working all the time or every day. Surely don't. Um, but I come because I have to. But it's also because I'm attached to the result of working. Most people go to work because there's a result. You want to get to a certain place in your career. Um, you want to pay your bills. Um, and working is a way to pay your bills. Um, you know, so that's one of the reasons why we go to work. Um, another thing is exercise. 
I'm not attached to the gym. I'm not attached to exercise. I do not love it. You know, I kind of like it sometimes. It actually makes me feel good and strong, but it's been a long road getting to the point where I kind of like it. I don't know if I'll ever get to the point where I love it, but I'm attached to the results from the gym. You know, I'm attached. so that's why I work out really because I want to be fit. I want to be stronger and I, I want my body to not like ache and hurt and I don't want to get injured from, you know, doing a regular thing like taking out the garbage or moving a piece of furniture. So I'm attached to that result. I, um, I don't like, you know, I'd rather have ice cream for breakfast than drinking a smoothie. That's just a fact. Like there's no way on earth. There's never going to be a time where I will love a smoothie more than I love a bowl of ice cream. Not going to happen. Um, but I'm attached to the result that I get from drinking a nice smoothie in the morning filled with like berries and kale and protein and all sorts of good stuff. So I'm attached to the results. So if you're going to have to be emotionally attached to something because emotions are such a big deal, get attached to the results, not to the process. The process is what you have to do to be healthy. And when you attach emotions to the process and those emotions end up being negative, it actually pushes you further away from your goal because you're making a lot more of these stress hormones on a regular basis. And that's not good. You don't want to do that. So, you know, another example I like to use it a lot of time is your teeth. See, I like these teeth. They're mine and they're beautiful. And that's, this is the way I was born <laughs> with these teeth. And um, I like protecting them. Do I like going to the dentist and having them, you know, clean my teeth and dig around in there and all of that? No, I do not. I would rather do 25 other things than go to the dentist and sit in that chair every six months for my cleaning. I don't like it. I don't like flossing all the time. I don't, I don't like any of the, the work that it takes to get me good, pretty teeth like this, to keep my teeth healthy. I do not like it. But guess what? I do it. I floss most of the time. I brush my teeth. <laughs> I do all the things I know I need to do because I'm attached to the result and the result is a healthy mouth and a nice smile. But so if, if we start just looking at the things that are goals, looking at the result and focusing on the benefit of why you're doing what you're doing, a lot of times those negative emotions we can kind of sidestep them. That discouragement, we can sidestep them because we are focused on the, what the result is. Now, the result should can never be measured on a scale. So the result that you're looking for is never your weight because there's so many things happening in your body when you're doing the right thing that the scale can't measure. The scale can't measure, you know, the reduction of plaquing in your artery or the fact that you don't form plaques in the first place because you're eating right. Um, the scale can't measure the years that you add to your life by, you know, building more muscle and being more physically active and drinking water and doing all these things that you're supposed to do. You know, the scale can't measure the, the mental, emotional clarity and the energy that you get from eating the right foods and moving your body and, not being stressed about your weight because being stressed about your weight is the fastest way to gain weight and stop fat burning, especially around your waistline. If you have weight um, below your belly button, that a lot of that is stress weight. 
a lot of that is stress weight and it doesn't matter how much you fight it how much sit-ups you do how much you run how much you jump like it does not matter if your stress levels are high it's gonna protect that weight you know below the belly button so if you have that a part of that is probably stress weight so thinking about your emotions and monitoring your emotions so you're not bathing yourself in stress hormones all the time is really important and some of the, a lot of the stress comes from discouragement um, a lot of people are doing what they're supposed to do they're eating right they're exercising um, and those are the people I'm definitely talking to um, but they're not seeing the result and that makes them discouraged and discouragement is a very negative emotion which sparks stress and so we don't want to do that so it's really about getting attached to the result and the real result the real result that you cannot measure not the result that you see when you look down on the scale because the scale lies like it has no idea what's standing on top of it you could be be somebody who is fit and really really muscular like no body fat at all and you could get on that scale and it could say one number and somebody who is like mostly body fat and no muscle can get on the scale and it says the same number so you know the scale doesn't have the ability um, really to decipher what's what and it can you know while you can measure your body fat and measure your muscle it can't really measure your health it can't measure your heart health it can't measure you know the health of your blood vessels it can't measure the health of your colon and your digestive tract and those are the results that we need to get attached to we need to get attached to feeling well not just looking good because anybody can look good they have surgeries and all sorts of stuff <laughs> that make people look good um, but how about we try to look good on the inside because that's really what counts like how about we try to make our hearts look good you know, how about burning fat off of our internal organs? That visceral fat is the fat that sits on top of your heart, your liver, your kidneys, and you can't see it. You cannot see that fat. The fat that you can see is, you know, this kind of fat, like the fat on the outside. So a lot of times you'll see people, you'll see the fat on the outside, but you have no idea what's going on on the inside. You know, I see people all the time who are normal weight some people are low weight and they have a lot of internal fat then i see people with lots of external body fat but internally they don't really have much fat so it's 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 really about getting attached emotionally and good emotions surround good emotions to the result that you're looking for you're looking for a healthy body that manages stress well that has good blood pressures good blood sugars you are strong you're able to move you're able to walk you're able to pick stuff up without pain um you know that's the result that that's the real result and if we try to get attached to those real results then doing the things that are necessary to get those results become easier because we have positive um, emotions towards the results so got it it's like how you go to work every day even though you would rather do something else you go to work because the result a lot of times is that paycheck you know if there was no paycheck chances are you you wouldn't go to work if you went to work tomorrow and your boss said okay we're just gonna um, eliminate paychecks we're never gonna pay anybody else you know um, you know let's have a good week most people would walk out of work. Everybody would walk out. <laughs> I would walk out. 
um, because again, we are emotionally attached to that result. You're, you're not necessarily attached to what you have to do at work. And then sometimes too, if you are negative, associating negative emotions with what you have to do at work, you hate it. That's a problem too, because that's going to cause you to not do your best. And so you really have to look at what you're focusing on, because if you're focusing on all the things that you hate, you hate, you hate, eventually you're going to stop doing it or not want to do it. And that's going to affect you know, everything. So if you just decide every day, I'm going to focus on doing the best I can do so that I can have the result that I'm looking for. And the result that you should be looking for is a better body overall, not necessarily a thinner body. Um, not necessarily, you know, to fit in some clothes, but a body that is optimal, a body that is doing everything that it needs to do to uh, encourage longer life, um, to give you energy. Um, really, a body that functions the way it was meant to function, an amazing body, because, you know, we all have amazing bodies. Um, sometimes we just have to help them get a little bit more amazing. Uh, so that's basically what I wanted to talk to you about, stress and emotions, because there is absolutely nothing I can do or anybody else can do to help you if you are bathing in stress hormones every day. And so that discouragement definitely will increase stress hormones. And so changing your focus so that you're emotionally attached to the result as opposed to being emotional attached to the process is definitely one of those things that I, I see bring stress hormones down a lot. And when stress hormones come down, insulin comes down, your blood sugars comes down a lot of times if you bring those stress hormones down, the blood sugars will come down. Most of the people I work with who are stubborn diabetics, most people I work with are not stubborn diabetics. Within 90 days, their blood sugars are always normal and they do great and life is good. But the ones who I have a lot of trouble bringing their blood sugars down and keeping them down, it's because their insulin is super high because they're super stressed out. <laughs> and so once we fix the cause, which is generally always the stress. Once we address that, if we see the blood sugars just fall like magic, magic, the blood sugars come down. And that's what happens with your body fat too. Once you address the stress and, you know, we just discussed one way of addressing it is just focusing on the result and having a lot of positive emotion about that result because that will keep you going and not focusing on the negative things. The scale is a very negative thing. You go on there and it will manipulate you. It will make you happy one day and sad the next day. Just, just don't go on it. Just leave it alone. Do the right thing. So if we attach the um, positive emotion to the result, then we're more likely to do all the things that it takes to get that result. And that result is never weight. That result is having a body that is functioning the way it should function. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Remember to like, subscribe, and share. You can also head over to drparks.com and get more information and also ask me questions. Now, till next time, remember, when you have health questions, ask Dr. Parks.